next on Community Matters, brought to you by Lakeview Ford Lincoln, Battle Creek Community Foundation. First of all, what we want to do is leverage that philanthropic arm of Ford for our county to make things better for our people here. Representative Jim Hotsma. Partisan performance art. It's what one does in the minority. I don't think it's unique to Republicans. I think Democrats have done it earlier in my tenure in the state house. And Wiggly Tail. He has all of the qualities of a hound as far as his vocalization. So he has a lot to say and he says it all the time. I'm Richard Pyatch. Good morning. Welcome back. Here we are at Community Matters, Saturday mornings, 95.3 WBCK, and any day you'd like at any time at battlecreekpodcast.com. Want to welcome back to Community Matters, Brenda Hunt, President and CEO at the Battle Creek Community Foundation. Hi, Brenda. Good morning, Richard. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm hanging right in there. It's a beautiful May here in Michigan, isn't it? What a beautiful season. Oh, I love it. My favorite time of the year when everything is coming alive. This is it. Before we talk about philanthropic efforts, I have to congratulate you on on your career because you see a light at the end of the tunnel here. (laughs) I've just had the opportunity of a lifetime to serve this community through the Battle Creek Community Foundation, and I am forever grateful But it's time. It is definitely time. It just completed 30 years. The Community Foundation will celebrate its 50th anniversary come next spring of 2024. And, you know, we've been talking about this with the board for a long time. I just felt that I was ready. And I also kind of thought that perhaps, you know, hitting the 50th anniversary on a new platform with new people and new persons uh, would be a really good way to do it. So this year we we kind of transition me and uh, get ready for the next 50 years for the Battle Creek Community Foundation. Funny how that works. Uh, milestones and milestone numbers make you think in these terms, don't they? <laughs> they sure do. There's things in life that are so precious, and it um, it kind of reminds you that you know time is passing by, and I just want a little more free time. I've got a list of things to do, and I'll I'll have something new that I do as well. I'll get that figured out too. But right now the focus is on the transition of the community foundation, which our leadership has got well under control. We have great volunteer leadership with the board of directors here. Certainly between now and then we'll have an opportunity to talk again and and get some perspective on on the 30 years that you've been so involved and the things you've seen happen and changes you've seen happen. And I look forward to to that conversation, but we'll save that for another day. I was listening to the latest community meeting from Ford Motor Company about the Blue Oval plant in Marshall, and they spent some time talking about the idea that there is a charitable arm of Ford Motor Company. They do like to support the communities in which they situate. And that made me actually, as I said, think about uh, how you might respond to that. And even before that gets discussed, when someone like you hears there's a big company coming to town to set roots, that must turn your wheels immediately. It sure does. You know, and I I see both sides of this. You know, I grew up on a farm and uh, still own part of that farm. And I understand this whole issue around land use and what happens next to where people habitat. At the same time, I understand jobs and housing and access to gainful employment and its impact on individuals. So it's both and 
from that standpoint. So we try to balance those things here at the Community Foundation because we have people involved with us who have, like the rest of the world, opinions and have positions on both sides of this. So we we carry that philanthropic corridor. And so, of course, of course, we think philanthropically, and we've already had some contact with the county on this. Yeah, I bet you have. The idea that a big company like this with deep pockets has a capability to help address some of the philanthropic needs in the community, right? Absolutely. So, you know, that's our lane and to see how we can be helpful. And if it is going to turn into a plant, which I believe now it's been through most of all those authorizations, then the whole concept of what can we do and where's the interest philanthropically to create some conservation, recreational leisure areas, some parks maybe, we have the opportunity to be a repository of some funds to take a look at that. And we have a long history of funding the trailways throughout Calhoun County and a little bit in Kalamazoo County. And we have years and years and hundreds of thousands of dollars on green space, parks, recreational places, and places for kids. So that's the lane we look at. We're very pleased to have a good relationship with Calhoun County and uh, are working with them on some planning funds that we're anticipating coming from Ford Motor. Yeah, we certainly uh, have talked uh, with Steve Frisbee, mostly uh, uh, Calhoun County Board, about the park that that Ford is uh, suggesting would be part of the development. In thinking about that, one of the things he said is, you know, Ford wants us to have this land. But of course, there has to be money to support that land as well. You don't just build it and leave it there. And so I imagine uh, you may be thinking in those terms, too, as, as you think about the philanthropic angles here, right? Right. And I'm, I'm really pleased about our community. And we've come a long way in 20 or 25 years. So the concept of endowing it, endowment is where you know we take a gift and we invest it and we use the investments in perpetuity. Um, and that is like capitalization mm -hmm. of uh, buildings, parks, organizations from along that line. So we have certainly said we're very honored to help be a repository of these planning funds. And when and if there is a park, there is an endowment, we would like to make sure that we hold that endowment and that there is one to help maintain it because otherwise it comes back on government. It comes back on philanthropy. We have many, many situations in our community where we're trying to sustain a lot of very good things that weren't capitalized from the get-go. And capitalization mm -hmm. can be in the form of an endowment where it provides ongoing funding every year to either A, maintain it, or B, for capital infrastructure that does wear out. Yeah, just a short minute to do a little endowment 101. So there's a, a seed amount of money, and that money builds with interest, and then it's it's that additional interest money that gets used to support whatever the effort is. Do I have that right? You do. So, if, And we don't spend all of the recommended spending all of the earnings in mm -hmm. every year, because if we did that, obviously, we would have up years and down years 
and there would be some earnings not available maybe. So we recommend about a 4%. So million dollars is $40,000 a year that it should mm -hmm. turn as it builds up over, you know, several years of averaging, maybe about four that we look at in the market to take out the highs and the lows. So it's here for the long run and to help offset those costs. And it can be, if, if this is done and there's a decision made and funding available for maintenance every year, then that's fine. But the endowment could also be for capital infrastructure that wears out. Something things like asphalt that has to be replaced for paths or pathways that are dirt or whatever the entities may be. We have some of these in place. And the best one for me to use as an example is anybody's playground that was built in 2005 mm -hmm. at Bailey Park. We're very, very pleased that a couple donors came along and started an endowment fund that does make some dollars available while the city maintains that. Every now and then we have to go in and partner with them to buy new materials or new swing sets, and it has to be replaced. Everything has a limited life on it. Right. And, and if we're lucky, we planned well enough that uh, by the time you access the endowment to pay for some of those capital improvements, there's been several years of building on that before we need it. Exactly. So you've got the capitalization component and the other parts of that are strong partnerships and being very clear about who's doing what and putting that in writing. I'm really pleased. We have a longstanding relationship with the county. We have a great relationship with the city, too. But in this case, it's the county. And we'll make sure that we partner on our philanthropic side in a way that's useful and stay in our lane. But it's a very important component that that needs to be provided for any capital infrastructure that's community based for community usage. So it's early in the stages here. But, you know, the way I reacted to that news from Ford about investing in charitable efforts in the community was oh boy, here's a block of money that hasn't come in in a while and we can add that to our resources and maybe your wheels start turning about other than parks, how you might use that and allocate it. Is that how that works? I mean, you you hear this, oh boy, there's there's a shot in the arm coming. How what, might we use that? Or am I being a little fanciful? You're probably much more practical in your thinking, Brenda. <laughs> well, it's it comes back to that county partnership. So there are certain things that infrastructure-wise government needs to provide or impacts that it has. And there are other pieces that are, really impact our citizens. So there's a whole part of our county that doesn't have access to internet. I know that is a priority when I reach mm -hmm. out with the county on, on those components. We certainly have a lot on some transportation and other infrastructure. And we certainly have this opportunity for um, that Ford step forth on to at least try and preserve part of the, the land for public use um, to offset maybe the concept and the controversy of taking so much farmland and good rural farm area where people like to live away from things. That's how I grew up. I get it. So I'm very careful to follow the lead of the county because those are very important high need areas for us. Now, 
At the same time, if Ford comes knocking and we get an opening, I always have a list ready. Okay, <laughs> have a list ready for every donor who has an interest in some area. That is the joy of working at a community foundation. Right. When you think about that list, now that internet example could be one of them, but you tell me, when you think about that list, are there some there that you say, boy, I'd really like to see something happen here at number one or two or whatever that is? I like the concept of balancing back what things take out of our community. So if we're taking land, then it would be really nice in my mind philanthropically then to look at more pathways and more parks that we can maybe make available on other parts of our lands for our neighbors and our communities. It doesn't change what's going to happen to that land and when a plant goes in next to where somebody lives. But it does say, if you know, from a standpoint of an overall global approach to things, that if we're going to take this piece of country land and opening way, where can we create other options? For, for people to recreate and get out and around. So the trailway is not completed across Calhoun County. And mm -hmm. oftentimes we can leverage matching dollars for that. So that one comes to mind immediately, as well as access to other lakes and streams along the way throughout our county. So of course, environmental comes up very high on the list and that could run the gamut. And traditionally in our county, we've been quite undercapitalized and under endowed or philanthropized in that area. Battle Creek in particular is an old industrial town mm -hmm. and we're all changing. Do you think this opportunity with Ford puts them in a position to be one of the powerhouse philanthropic sources in Calhoun County? Absolutely. And I think as a community and a county, we should leverage that. I do believe that. I believe they're authentic, good partners. They understand both sides of that. And we can feel in touch that they are Michigan-based and they have such a rich history here. You know, my dad sold Ford tractors back in the 40s. So I understand that I have one of those tractors from the 1930s, okay? So this is still the same company, whether you want to take it or not. So I think we should capitalize that and put our best philanthropic hands forward in a coordinated manner. And, you know, the, the bottom line is we're pleased to play the role at the Battle Creek Community Foundation. But first of all, what we want to do is is leverage that philanthropic arm of Ford for our county, regardless of where it goes and who holds those dollars, but to make things better for our people here. Are there other things the foundation can do right now to prepare for that other than say, hello, Kelly Scott and, and the county, we're ready to help. Are there other things in your mind that, that could happen? Yes, I, I think so. A powerful tool that we have that we're working on is an investment fund. So we need to have more capital, private capital. So it's possible for us to take some of our endowed resources and to do in local investments or local loans with those. So we, we definitely are looking at uh, taking that a step further and opening a greater Calhoun Impact Fund or an empowerment fund for the county and seeing if we could seed some of that with our investments and moving them there to make investments throughout the county. So 
leveraging some of those investment dollars is a very different ask than saying we want to take money and spend it for us. This is an investment in our people, in our companies, in our businesses, and quite frankly, in housing. Mm -hmm. We know we need every type of housing. There isn't a community in the United States that doesn't have a housing issue. And whoever thought we would get here, particularly if you think housing is a human right, from that end. So it's it's on all of our minds, but the concept of how we could use these funds as investments and grant making where appropriate is kind of a new approach for community foundations and how they use all of their assets to come to bear on the needs of a community, make them go further. Well, certainly the housing question came up quickly. In fact, if I look back in some of our Community Matters discussions, the mayor was talking about housing as an issue before we even knew about Ford. So the sense is we have a lot of work to do in that area. How does the Community Foundation see potential connections there? We have two big examples, and they're on both ends of the spectrum, right? So first of all, folks are familiar with the Milton and that we played some big financial roles there. And then uh, we were very generous donors. The McPhees came along and made a charitable gift that helped that capital stack and also created more community space in that uh, Milton Tower mm -hmm. and helped the capital investments go better there. So there's more coming on that piece, but there's housing in the Milton and it runs about a 90% uh, occupancy rate. And it's not what we call subsidized. It's market raised housing for downtown Battle Creek. Simultaneously, during the pandemic, we knew for a long time we had a housing problem for our unsheltered individuals as a community. Mm -hmm. And we had good organizations like the Haven, who provide a component of that, and the Share Center, which provides some day sheltering programs. But we knew as funders, we were in the, when it got cold out at night in the winter times, we were piecing this thing together. So the pandemic put a bright light on that. Thus, the Battle Creek Shelter was started, and it was started in a crisis uh, during the pandemic down on 209 East Michigan, and now it's expanded to men and women. And we're full on women there most of the time. The Community Foundation was the catalyst for creating it. It is its own 501c3. We're still working on how that is uh, financed over time, because when you start something in a crisis, it's not like you have a, a long-term plan or any time to do it. Right. But it's solid. So in talking with some of the housing organizations, we need to start thinking about a continuum of housing, what it might look like when you develop a community, maybe down there by the shelter, where we have a lot of open land and it's kind of a forgotten area. So some continuum needs to help in there. I just visited some of these housing opportunities, some supportive housing. And so, you know, that's a big focus for next steps rather than just keeping them in a shelter for a long time. Um, the first part is safety, right? And then health from that end, and then getting a plan for helping them get a plan that they can manage and then helping them have a higher quality of life. So both and uh, on this end, where we're needed uh, with our philanthropic resources or our catalyst for social change. The other thing I heard you talk about that sparked a, a thought is the idea of grant making and investments in individuals in business. That's small business, obviously. I, I ran into uh, the former lieutenant governor not long ago, Brian Kelly, who wears the small business hat these days. Mm -hmm. 
as the CEO of the, the Small Business Association of Michigan, he was reacting about this tremendous investment that Ford has received from the state, essentially, to make this plant happen. And and he he was wearing that small business hat saying, imagine if we've given $100,000 to a bunch of small businesses, I wonder how effective that would have been. And I thought of that when you talked about these grants and, and things that are focused on small business. I wonder if you have a thought or two on that. You know, nobody seems comfortable with the amount of money that Ford received to make this plant happen, but yet there's sort of a sense that that's the cost of doing business these days if you want this kind of a thing. So talk a little bit about your view on this grant making and the support of small businesses. Yeah, I think it's incredibly important for our the health of our communities, right? So you have to think about the community foundation. Where do our resources come from? Okay, they come from individuals. Where do individuals get those resources, discretionary income from? Well, are just part of that are people who own businesses, all right? And so we exist because of those individuals in our community that own businesses as part of a thriving economic culture. So right. that is a reason that community foundations or foundations in general would look at investing in more businesses, particularly ones that have trouble getting financial backing, institutional uh, loans in those pieces. So that has been our, our lane. We know in order to make a bigger difference from there, we practiced in that whole thing. We need to take it to the next level and get about f at least $5 million in an investable fund with investors co-investing with us into those models. So I'm not giving up yet that we couldn't get some of Ford's funds and get them into the local level community to yeah. do that. So yes, that's on our minds. And that's what I mean when I say it's different when you go to ask them for some investable dollars, where they might be able to pull that from and the amounts that we might be able to get along with leveraging other individuals both in Calhoun County and outside our county, because we're a great place to invest. Battle Creek is on a curve. Calhoun County is on a curve and it's going up. And that's the time to make investments in communities. And so this is a key moment for us. And a community foundation is positioned to do some of that work as well. We won't give up. We'll just try and see if we can't leverage some of that for those businesses. Maybe this is an oversimplification. I don't know. But you think about all of that money that incentivized this project that could, I think what you're saying is eventually end up as in part of it as an investment in smaller businesses. Wouldn't that be nice? Because uh, well, you when know, you look back at that. If yeah. they give this to this project, right, then maybe there's some other assets in that company that we might be able to leverage and that we haven't thought about yet or an ask that's different from around that. So I'll, I'll sidestep how much money this took to get them here yeah. and look on the side of how do we get some dollars to leverage for our local businesses to invest in Calhoun County businesses. And I've just got a feeling it's going to happen. And whether that happens philanthropically with us because we create an advantage, whether it happens with other investment funds or just differently, all of those things don't matter to me as long as we can leverage it for our people. And that sounds like a good place to leave it. Brenda Hunt, Battle Creek Community Foundation. Always appreciate your view. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. It's always a pleasure. 